Welcome to the Craft Brewery Financial Training Podcast, where we combine beer and numbers to provide you with tips, tactics, and strategies so that you can improve financial results in your brewery. I'm your host, Kerry Shumway, a CPA, CFO for a brewery, and a former CFO for a beer distributor. I've spent the last 20 years using finance to improve financial results in our beer business. Now I'm helping other craft breweries to do the same. Are you ready to take your brewery financial results to the next level? Okay, let's get started. Hello and welcome to the Craft Brewery Financial Training Podcast. My name is Kerry Shumway and I'll be your host. Today is a solo episode and we're going to be talking about open book management for craft breweries. And this is part of a course that you can find at craftbreweryfinancialtraining.com on open book management. It's going to cover a number of different areas. We're going to talk about you know, the evaluation stage of open book management. Um, that'll be section one. Then the implementation stage, section two, execution. You know, how do you, how do you get this thing rolling? That's section three. And then evolution stage is section four. You know, how do you continue uh, the good work that you've done once you've implemented it? And uh, some, some things to keep in mind to just keep uh, the ball rolling. So, you know, I love numbers myself, and I understand that some folks don't, um, particularly as it relates to finance and financial information. So, you know, one of the things I'm excited about is making the numbers approachable, trying to have finances and financials that are really usable, common sense, you know, finance for non-financial owners, managers, and employees. Uh, This is also referred to as operational Finance. So I think open book management is a great way to do this. It really makes the numbers accessible and usable and actionable for everybody in the brewery business. So about 15 years ago, I read a book called The Great Game of Business by Jack Stack. And it changed the way I thought about traditional management structures and rules and really challenged many assumptions that I had about employees and managers and owners and what everybody's respective roles should be. And it introduced this concept called open book management. It detailed what the system was, how it worked, and it provided lots of really cool business cases where open book management was being practiced. And I was really struck by the concepts and the promise of the open book management system. And I talked, you know, with our leadership group about it, asked everybody to read the book. And in time, we were rolling out open book management in our business. And at that time we had four locations, about 200 employees. So we had, you know, quite a few folks to, uh, to get engaged in this. So in this course, I'm, I'm going to share with you what I've learned on the journey to implementing open book in our company. Uh, talk about the successes, the failures, and of course, give you all the checklists and spreadsheets uh, that we developed along the way. And I'll, I'll tell you what worked best and what didn't. And ultimately, I hope to provide you with a blueprint that you can follow so that if you choose, you can implement open book management in your brewery. And I believe it's a powerful weapon. It really can transform not only the finances of a company, but the culture as well. And I will say it's not easy, uh, and it might be one of the hardest things you do in business, but the reward is worth it. And for me, it it certainly was. So in this podcast, I just want to 
I'm going to go through the evaluation stage of open book management. So if you're not doing it right now, this is this is kind of the starting point is, you know, evaluating whether this makes sense. You know, what is open book management exactly? You know, how does it work? What do you get out of it? And do you really want to do it? Um, as I had mentioned, this is part of a larger course. So I'm going to talk about the evaluation stage today. And then within, within the course, we'll go deeper on that and talk about implementation, execution, and evolution. So for, for open book management in the evaluation stage, you know, you want to know what it is and what it isn't. You know, essentially open book management is a system. Uh, it's not a fix-all. So it's not a substitute for, you know, a good business plan and strategy and things of that nature. But it, it is a system uh, that can complement uh, all of those other aspects of the business. We'll dig into why you might consider it, some questions you might want to ask before you dive in, how to find out if it's right for your brewery, and really what you're going to get from it and what you have to give. And then I'll provide uh, some required reading uh, three books that you may want to check out that I found really, really helpful. So here's a quote that I, I think sums up open book management pretty well, what it is. Open book management is a way of running a company that gets everyone focused on helping the business make money. So everybody's job, whether you know it or not, within the business is to make money. And open book management's about creating a culture in which everybody knows that they're competing in a marketplace, and we're trying to make money. Um, so the traditional way of thinking is that employees are hired to do a job, a set of tasks, and to do them well. And we never really tell employees that their, their real job is to help the business make money. So, you know, employees don't know that. So they think their job is to brew beer, or clean the tanks, or serve beer to customers at the tap room. And they think their job is to perform tasks. And maybe if they do their job well they'll be rewarded. Uh, the connection betwe between doing their job well and getting the reward, say a pay increase or a bonus or promotion, so this connection is, is sort of tenuous or vague at best. Doing your job well is often a very subjective thing. It might depend on whether your manager likes you or not, whether the employee's manager likes them or not, or how the employee's manager evaluates the work or whether the manager is even, frankly, paying attention. And employees may also believe that their job is to do their job well, and the manager's job or the job of ownership or the job of the financial people is to make sure the company makes money. So we have created a system, traditional system, whereby the very people who can have the biggest impact on the financial results of the business don't see this as their job. So open book management really changes that, and I think that's a pretty cool thing to think about. So to expand a little bit on what open book management is, I think it has there's many basic elements, but for me, I think there's these four. So first is to train employees in financial literacy so they can read and understand the financial statement. So first, we have to have folks who are financially literate. They know how to read the numbers. That's one. Second, empowering employees to use that knowledge, that financial information, to make business decisions. Third is to trust employees as business partners with proprietary or confidential company information. 
and fourth is to reward employees fairly for the brewery's success when it's attained. So those are the four things. Train in financial literacy, empower employees to use that financial information to make business decisions, trust them to act as business partners with that proprietary or confidential information and reward them fairly for the success of the brewery. That, in a nutshell, that's what open book management is. So what open book management is not, it's really not a fix-all or a magic bullet or a panacea. It's not a substitute for having good strategy and a good mission. And I'll tell you what it isn't as well. It isn't easy. Uh, it is challenging to implement a system. You know, in our experience, we had a lot of people that frankly didn't want anything to do with this. They just wanted to do their job and, and kind of be left alone. You know, and we had to, for those folks, really say this isn't, uh, this isn't really isn't optional. You know, we, we all need to learn about this skill, financial literacy, and use that information, you know, so that our business is not only financially viable, um, but that we're all protected here. You know, we've, we all understand what the results are and how we fit in and how we can do better. And, and for many people, they really took to that. Um, it's probably like rolling out any new, you know, major initiative. You're going to get some folks who jump right in, some folks who want nothing to do with it. And then everybody in the middle that's sort of, well, I'll wait and see, see how this rolls out. But, but it isn't easy, uh, but it can, it really can transform your business. So why might you consider open book management? Well, there's, there's a, there's a number of reasons, but, um, I think they're maybe boil it down to these three reasons. Uh, first is just frankly, there are financial challenges that you're facing and you need some help, uh, getting everybody to try and fix it. One of the things I think is cool about open book management is that it gets everybody focused on the same thing. You know, we do have different departments, right? We've got the brewing department, packaging department, maybe you've got tap room, admin, sales. Everybody's kind of focused on the bigger picture, but not really. They're doing their own thing. Uh, so open book management focuses everyone on, hey, we're running a business. Uh, we need to be financially viable, so we're still in business. So we still have jobs, so we can still reinvest in, you know, and create really cool beers and, you know, do really cool things for customers and employees. Uh, so that's that's one reason to consider it is if there's financial challenges, um, it usually falls to the owner or maybe you've got a general manager and you've got 20 or 30 or 100 employees that, you know, are we trying to protect them? I mean, are we trying to shelter them from these financial challenges? You know, maybe. Uh, we don't know that they'll be able to help. Uh, open book management says, let's get all those minds working on the same challenges together. Let's get all of those minds focused on uh, financial issues, if that's the case. Another might be gr you have a growing business. Now, it's tough to consider these days with the pandemic, but um, you know, for many breweries, that is, in fact, the case, that they're growing. Uh, and when you come out of this, uh, and growing might not necessarily mean sales. Maybe it's bringing on employees, new product lines. Maybe you're integrating um, or you're, you're dealing with... Uh, some expansion that you had, no matter what it is, a growing business can be just, hey, business is tough to run. Uh, so we need, we need some additional support 
you know, relative to keeping our eye on what's what's most important for the business. So if things are growing quickly, customers, employees, new product lines, open book management is an amazing uh, communication tool uh, in that regard to manage that growth. You know, another might be culture or morale. And this, this could work too. You can think of this at least in two ways. Number one, if you, you know, by and large, I think the craft brewery industry is very open and receptive to these to these concepts of employee ownership, uh, employee engagement, you know, really creating just a, a cool place to work. Uh, so open book management fits very neatly within what is already, I think, a naturally receptive industry for this. So that's one. So if it's already there, this would be like, yeah, absolutely, this could be great. Secondly, is if morale is not super good, it can also be a way to address that. You know, we always think like, how do we improve morale? You know, what do we do? Do we have, um, you know, more company gatherings? Do we, you know, give away more swag? Do we, you know, what do we do? It's it's tough. Um, open book management it helps to address that as well. And it gets everybody involved in all the details of the business, uh, empowers them to make decisions, uh, introduces them to some information they might never have thought they'd be able to have access to, i.e. financial information, results, and things like that. Uh, it's pretty remarkable when you treat people like business owners, uh, frankly, treat them like adults. Uh, and there's a quote that says, you know, when you appeal to the highest level of thinking, you get the highest level of results. And I think that's that's a really interesting statement. Um, and I've seen that it's absolutely true. So why might you consider open book management if there's financial challenges you want you know, 30 minds working on the same problem. This can be an amazing tool. If you have a growing business or things are just maybe feeling out of control, you as the owner trying to do it all yourself, Open Book shows folks the bigger picture, how they fit in and how they can um, really step in and make a big difference. And then whether your culture is already ready and receptive for a tool like this, it can really supercharge it. Or if you're challenged with morale, uh, this is a great way to help address that and improve it as well. So how do you know if open book management fits your brewery? So if you're an owner and relatively small, you just sit everybody down and talk to them. You know, here, here's the deal. Um, read the book. I would recommend it. I'll go through this a little towards the conclusion here. But, you know, check out The Great Game of Business. Have everybody read it. Um, does it resonate with you? Does it make sense? Uh, if you're in a larger company, you talk to the ownership group, managers, key employees, all employees. Get some feedback. Uh, try to figure out, are they ready for this? You know, what's what's the general feel? Um, so those are really the steps is just, just do some due diligence, do some homework. Does it resonate with you? Um, again, for me and our approach was, you know, I read the book. I really just made a lot of sense. Our leadership team read it. We had a lot of internal meetings about this, uh, asked a lot of tough questions of ourselves, not the least of which was, gosh, if we share financial information, what if people start talking about, you know, what if they break confidence? Uh, you know, what if they put it out there? What if they start telling their friends? What if they put it on social media? Um, so those were all concerns that we had. And we're like, well, yeah, that would not be good, but we trust our employees. You know, we trust them with a lot of proprietary stuff in our brewery. Um, so financial information for one reason or another has just become 
sort of taboo in a sense, not for all companies, but for many where, no, 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 that's private. You know, you can, you can learn anything else. You can learn about our recipes and our process and, you know, our pricing and our, you know, we trust you with taking, having beer from the tap, but we're not going to show you the numbers. It's just a little, it's just one of those things. When you think about it, you're like, well, why is that? It doesn't really make sense, particularly when it can help uh, employees do their job better and help the business um, improve financially. So it's just, there's many ways where it makes a lot of sense. However, you know, you don't want to fit a square peg into a round hole. If your brewery is just not ready for it, if you've got multiple owners and maybe they're like, well, some say yes, others say no, I'm not, you know, might not be, might not be the right time. You got to, so uh, how do you determine? Do your homework, do your research, read the book, ask others to do the same, ask some tough questions because uh, you want to get off on the right foot. All right. So if, what do you get from Open Book Manager? So I want to just talk quickly about what do you get from it and what do you need to give? Uh, so I think first is uh, employees feel like partners in the business. You know, they're not employees. You know, they're actual business partners. And as such, when the company does well, the employees should do well also. And here's the thing. When things don't go so well, everybody should know it. So it's not, uh, you know, I know when we implemented, there was a concern that, well, what if things don't go well? You know, what if the financial results are not good and, you know, we can't pay a bonus? Well, you know what? That's called business and things don't always go well. And we're all learning that right now with this pandemic that, you know, frankly, sometimes things go really bad. And, you know, if you have open book management, that may be the best thing uh, possible because, you, again, you've got 30 or 40 minds working on the same problem. So what do you get from open book management? Employees should feel like partners in the business. And when the company does well, the employees should do well. And when things are tough, everybody should know about it. So we don't want to hide things. We don't want to protect people from this. We're all adults. We're all professionals. Uh, we all should be trusted. At least that's the premise of open book is trust folks with this information and then uh engage them and empower them to, to help out if things aren't going so well. And second, what do you get from it? It is that concept of empowerment. Employees are empowered. They're empowered to take part in decisions that affect them. And they have to understand what the business is all about. We talk about financial literacy, that ability to read and understand the numbers of the business. And they need lots of information constantly and consistently uh, to feel empowered, to make these decisions. What else do you get? You know, one of the things, and I had mentioned this, that we have different departments, and departments can sometimes become silos, and silos create separation. So packaging and uh, brewing, uh, maybe they just don't get along. You know, this they're constantly doing this or they're constantly doing that. You know, sales and uh, admin, I don't know, you know, pick a, pick a couple departments and there's, there's bound to be some challenges between them. Uh, cause again, we do silo off with, with, with each other. Um, so really the concept of open book management is, you know, bringing people together and it's a way by which everyone can hold the other accountable. So if there are challenges, we're talking about those on a regular basis and we're relating them back to the financial results of the business. So it's about communication, about the numbers. Um, and that's part of, you know, what we get into 
in the course is talking about these, uh, essentially their, their financial planning meetings are called, called huddles. And everybody gets together, you have a dep- uh, representation from each department, and you go through and you create the financial statements, a mini version of it. You do it rapidly, and everybody has their number, and there's discussion and Q&A. And if there are issues, operational or otherwise, that are affecting the business, that's where you talk about it. Um, and you take the emotion out of it, and you make it about the numbers, and you hold everybody accountable. Um, and again, it's not always easy, but you deal with the issues as they come up. And it helps to break down those silos. So I want to share a couple of quotes with you, I think, that help to encapsulate what do you get from open book management. Here's, here's one quote. Uh, a company needs a mission, a strategy, but more than anything else, it needs eager, willing employees, people who have a reason to care about their employer's prosperity and who know how to help it succeed. So just to quickly repeat We want folks who have a reason to care about the brewery's prosperity and they know how to help it succeed. So that's one way, one thing you get. Another quote that I found helpful and instructive is the only way to get everybody on the same team is to give them the same information and the same capacity to evaluate the information. So in the context of open book, we folks get the financial information. And they get the financial literacy training so they have the understanding to evaluate it. So what do you give? So that those are those are some pretty cool things that you get, you know, engaged employees, empowered employees, financially and business literate employees, uh, folks that really care about the outcome of the brewery, not just whether they're making good beer or you know providing good customer service. They They care about the financial results of the brewery. So that's what you get. What do you give for this? Well, you're going to give time, of course, and training, money, because you're going to be paying people to go through this training. It's effort. How do I do this? How do I put it together? Um, It's going to take faith and patience and trust and resolve. And you can put whatever emphasis you know, is on, on which one of those words is most important, but certainly trust, right? Because we were talking about numbers, financials. Again, we have, you know, in this country in particular, we have these hangups about, about the finances, you know, it's private information. All right, why? So if you decide to, to go with open book management, there has to be some trust around that. So, and that can feel, that can feel risky. You know, you have to believe in your people. You have to believe in the system. You have to believe in the core philosophy and that concept of creating a culture of business people. All right. So I'm going to conclude here with three books uh, that I would recommend you check out if you are interested in open book management and interested in learning more. And book one is the book I've mentioned, The Great Game of Business by Jack Stack. It is subtitled Unlocking the Power of Open Book management. And for a quick summary, you know, as I said, this is the one that hooked me. So of the three I'm going to present, if you only want to check out one, this is a, this is, I think the one to start with, you know, it just made sense when I read it, you know, a lot of business and finance sounds really complicated, you know, because we overcomplicate things. It's kind of what we do as human beings. And this book really simplifies business and finance. And best of all, it turns it into a game and everybody loves games. 
And when you win the game of business, you get paid. And people love that too. Um, so I had mentioned this quote before, but I think it's it's worth repeating. One of the things the author does in the books in the book is he has these um, things that he calls higher laws. Uh, and this one is his ultimate higher law as it relates to open book management um, and, and you know working with employees and so forth. And he says, when you appeal to the highest level of thinking, you get the highest level of performance. And that to me is just really encapsulated. I think it's just such a great sentiment. It rings true and it, and it is profitable as well. The second book I would recommend is uh, the aptly titled Open Book Management by John Case, subtitled The Coming Business Revolution. Every time I read this book, I'm just shocked at how clear of a thinker and a writer uh, John Case is. So I just, I love this book. I think you'll love it too. Unlike, uh, you know, again, I would start with Great Game of Business, and then this is sort of the next evolution. It gets a little more granular, a little more tactical. So if you're Hooked by book one, you're really going to like book two. And then book three, also by John Case's The Open Book Experience, subtitled Lessons from Over 100 Companies Who Successfully Transformed Themselves. So these are case studies, best practices, tips from other companies that have done it, lots of details on the nitty-gritty, implementation tactics, bonus plan structures, which is awesome, financial training techniques, you know, just a real page turner, a great resource for brainstorming and borrowing ideas that work. So those are three books that I would recommend. I think they all build upon each other. Um, you can read them independently, um, but they really work well, I think, in that sequence, one right after the other. So that's a little bit about open book management for craft breweries, how to evaluate it, maybe some first steps to get started. Um, if you have any questions, I would love to hear you know, your, your questions about OpenBook, uh, your interest level in this system. Uh, so you can email me with that, carrie at beerbusinessfinance.com. Um, I also do some one-on-one -on -one consulting. If you're ready to implement OpenBook management and you need some help, and you know, maybe that's just a couple hours on the phone or some Zoom calls, maybe it's... Uh, you know, talking through how to do that financial literacy training. I love this stuff. I think it's really cool, and I'd be happy to help you get started. And then lastly, if you go to craftbrewerryfinancialtraining.com, I'm going to have a, a full course on open book management from evaluation through implementation, execution, and evolution of it. I think open book management is just a really great system for so many reasons. Um, it can be very helpful for craft breweries. So that's going to wrap it up for today. I thank you for listening and check out those resources, check out the books and see if open book management is right for your brewery. Thank you for listening to the Craft Brewery Financial Training Podcast, where we combine beer and numbers so that you can improve financial results in your brewery. For more resources, tools, guides, and online courses, visit craftbreweryfinancialtraining.com. And don't forget to sign up for the world-famous Craft Brewery Financial Training Newsletter. Until next time, get out there and improve financial results in your brewery today.